You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy with you here on the 415ers podcast. As always, Monday, Wednesday, Friday reaction episode here today for the 37-15 to 15 49ers victory in Week 5 against the Carolina Panthers. The defense, by the way, has still yet to allow a touchdown in the first half through five games. Have not done it so far. Uh, although I was a little disappointed in them about five yards per play for the Panthers today. That's going to that's gonna jack up the, the 3.8 <laughs> that it's had so far this year. Uh, how dare it, they? How dare they? They're not, not going to be on pace for the uh, stingiest defense of all time anymore after this one. That's too bad. It, it, it's simply unacceptable. No, so what <laughs> what I also, and I want to transition to the offense now a little bit, you know, to me, I, we, we got the graphic down at the bottom there. Jimmy Garoppolo, 18 of 30, 253 yards and two touchdowns with, most importantly, zero turnovers. I know that George Kittle had a fumble early, but, you know, you, you were sort of talking about was there the, was there a, a danger zone at all? Was there a time in the game when you felt like Carolina was in it? And that end of the second quarter maybe was the only time that I did, considering they had the ball with technically a chance to tie. Of course, Mosley goes in and then makes the pick six that effectively ended the game. But in the second half, you know, Carolina goes down and, and moves the ball. They get some help on special teams from back-to-back long returns, which led yeah. to the Robbie Gold injury that you talked about. But the 49ers offense in that second half, three touchdowns. Like, they finished drives and for the game, went four of four in the red zone. Whereas in games past through the first four weeks, tossing a couple of them out because of the Lance factor, but specifically Denver Rams. And then now with the Panthers, there were times the last two games where I felt like the offense stalled a bit, could have gotten more. And today against a team they should have punished absolutely did, especially offensively being able to finish drives. Yeah, you were right in that second half. The the offense, you know, did a great job punching it in the end zone that Debo Samuel touchdown who, the Niners really struggled to get him going specifically in the passing game, and they didn't really try much in the running game. But in the passing game, he was targeted a lot, but just they never could connect Garoppolo and him. So it was good to see them finish that drive with that. And then uh, there was the um, Jeff Wilson Jr. touchdown run as well. I think that came early in the fourth quarter, and that was really the, the final nail in the coffin. But I want to focus here a little bit on the play calling in the first half. I think we saw Kyle Shanahan be a little more aggressive, specifically on early downs than we've seen in the past. I mean, you look at the game as a whole, first down plays. What's the play call for the 49ers? It was in favor of runs, 15 runs to 12 throws on first downs for the 49ers. Generally, Kyle Shanahan offenses, they're going to run more on first than they pass. And I know that's kind of, you know, a point of contention for 49ers fans. They want to see their team be more aggressive. On first downs, that was the case in the first half. You look in the first quarter, the Niners ran eight offensive plays on first downs, two runs, six passes. 
it evened out a little bit more in that second quarter. It was six run, eight pass overall in the first half. And then you figure with a lead in the second half, you're going to see Kyle Shanahan get a little bit more conservative, try to run some clock and, you know, just take away any Carolina chance of winning the game by putting together some long drives. The Niners did that. They got into the end zone. They won the game. But I don't know about you, but I was encouraged in the first half with how willing Kyle Shanahan was to put the ball in Jimmy Garoppolo's hands. There were some play action ones. There were some screens. There were early throws to George Kittle. Um, over the middle, Jawan Jennings for a long gain. Uh, I was encouraged with the play calling, specifically on early downs, first downs, throwing the ball, allowing Jimmy Garoppolo to get in a rhythm. You know, he talked after week three how, you know, it takes some time to get back in the swing of things. I think we see it now, and I think we see Kyle Shanahan play calling uh, you know, kind of confirming that, that Jimmy Garoppolo is feeling better, that he's more into a rhythm now, because we did not see play calling like that the first few starts for Jimmy Garoppolo, but we did in this game. So I think that means Kyle Shanahan is feeling better about Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is playing better, and I think we might see that trend continue, especially when you run the ball as well as they did today. It affords you the ability to throw on early downs, one, because the defense might be expecting run, and two, because you're confident you can get six yards on a second and 10 and set up a third and manageable. So I think we're seeing Kyle Shanahan kind of evolve uh, with his play calling early on downs and trying to get a bit more aggressive with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I think there's a few branches there, a lot of good points. One I felt like the play calling was consistent throughout the entire game. The difference was they didn't finish those drives in the first half or, you know, they had a block field goal. There was a fumble. There were certain things that happened that didn't affect the way that Shanahan called the rest of the game. He stuck to his plan and eventually the dam burst. As we talked about on Monday night against Los Angeles Rams, the same thing happened today, just much earlier against the Panthers Two, I felt like, the run or sort of the sorry the pass set up the run today and that could be something to keep note of moving forward how Shanahan wants to use Jimmy Garoppolo on early downs trusting him more to move the football which leads to the third point which I felt like Shanahan trusted Garoppolo a lot more today, and that trust was then extended from Jimmy to his weapons. We mm. saw him put a couple balls in the air for George Kittle for Jawan Jennings, for Tevin freaking Coleman, what throwing catch. him a 28 jump yard, a 28 yard jump ball on the sideline. Like he was okay on third down, on early downs, being willing to put a ball in a place where his guy could go make a play. And that, as much as sometimes gives 49ers fans pause because Jimmy Garoppolo is throwing near a defender, today it worked out for him because I felt like everyone was on more of the same page. Even though Debo didn't have too many touches, they saved him for when they needed him to. And I felt like getting Ayuk involved, getting Jennings involved, getting Kittle involved just made the offense flow that much more seamlessly to the point where in the second half, Carolina really just didn't have any answers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
no, they didn't. And I want to focus on that Tevin Coleman catch because there's kind of a funny story behind it. So Tevin Coleman talked post game and he said that they ran that play in practice all week long. And Jimmy was supposed to be throwing the ball to Tevin Coleman on the sideline. But for whatever reason, he just didn't. He was supposed to throw there, but he didn't. And, you know, they would talk after practice and Jimmy would be like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'll get you the ball in the game. I promise you, like, I'll throw it to you in the game. But the way the play is designed, it's only supposed to be thrown to Tevin Coleman if it's a linebacker running with him. But guess what? It was a defensive back running with Tevin Coleman on that play. But Coleman was still confident that Jimmy was going to throw him the ball because of the promise that Jimmy Garoppolo made him after not throwing him the ball in practice. So Jimmy, despite facing heavy pressure, put a nice ball up on the sideline only where Tevin Coleman could get it. And a running back who was, you know, a free agent just a few weeks ago goes up and makes an incredible play on the sideline. Uh, just a remarkable play. Maybe the, the least probable play in this entire game there that Jimmy Garoppolo to Tevin Coleman, you know, catch. And I'm not sure what was, you know, more impressive Garoppolo's throw considering he got hit hard right as he released it or Coleman's catch, you know, coming from a running back position to make that kind of play. A funny story on that play, but uh, one of the more impressive plays of the day for sure. Yeah, definitely. And and I didn't have a chance to listen to Tevin Coleman after the game. That's fantastic. And <laughs> look, it, 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 it again, I think furthers the point that there appears to be more trust offensively between head coach, quarterback, play calling, and the entire offense. I mean, I know a big question that we had on, for Monday was how would they get Kittle involved? Big question for this week, how would they get Kittle involved? Well, two of the first three plays went to George Kittle. So yeah. right off the bat, they were going to let Carolina know our tight end will be used today, uh, even though they didn't technically get him the ball in the second half. Um, <laughs> I think he had yeah the five for 47 on six targets, all of which in the first 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but then Ayuk I, got going in the second half. He had some chunk plays. Jawan Jennings had a big third down in the in the second half where you know Jimmy had pressure coming, had to get the ball out. Wasn't the best throw, but Jennings turns what probably should have been a four yard play and a fourth down into like a fifteen yard third down conversion. So, look, the Forty ers had every right to believe that they should outplay Carolina today, and they did. So, harping back to the point that. You expect domination in a situation like this, and they give it to you, especially offensively, through the air, on the ground. They did what they had to do. And that's why, at least for me, you know, it, it's a little hard to say, all right, this person was absolutely excellent today because everyone was good. Everyone had to be good for them to beat Carolina, and that's what they did. Yeah, I wanted to jump back to something you mentioned. It was that Juwan Jennings third down conversion. It was that drive that spanned the third and fourth quarters. That was their third big third down conversion of that drive. And this was a really, really important drive. First, it was the third and eight to Kyle Juszczyk, who made a nice play along the right sideline, broke a tackle, got the first down and a whole lot more. Next third down, third and eight, a conversion to Brandon Ayuk. You mentioned not much Kittle in the second half, not any Kittle, at least in the passing game in the second half, but Jimmy Garoppolo kind of spread the targets around and got others, including Ayuk, involved. That's two big third and long conversions. And then the third is that third and 10 to Juwan Jennings that you previously mentioned. Three huge third down conversions on that drive eventually turns into a Jeff Wilson Jr. one-yard touchdown. That made it 30-12 to 49ers with uh, 12 and a half minutes left in the game. 
Game's over at that point. Three huge third down conversions overall in the game. The 49ers, seven of 12 on third downs. Not many of them were as long as those three, third and eight, third and eight, and third and 10. Uh, but I think that drive specifically, we saw you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and his receivers come through in big moments. And that might have been you know, the most important drive of the game. If, if you don't get that third and eight, the first one, the Panthers get the ball right back with decent field position. Who knows how the game might change? Not saying the defense is going to give up a couple of scores to allow the Panthers to win that game, but it could have come down to the wire more than it did if it weren't for those three big third down conversions from three different players, none of which named Debo Samuel or George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Brandon Ayuk, and then Juwan Jennings. We're seeing the depth of this offense as well in this game. Yeah, no. No doubt, no doubt. The 49ers were good offensively. They were good in the running game. I mean, they were averaging about five and a half yards per carry midway through the second half. Um, I know garbage time is going to change some of the overall numbers, uh, mainly more defensively than offensively because they didn't really try and uh, continue to capitalize on Carolina. But, you know, and look, Jimmy Garoppolo, I know that we always have something (laughs) with a but at the end of it for Jimmy G today. But, he was Jimmy good. Like he wasn't Jimmy great, but he was Jimmy good. And that's what the 49ers need him to be kind of talked about at the beginning of, of this, you know, discussion about the offense, but zero turnovers are the most important number that I look for when Jimmy Garoppolo is under center. Like he had some, he had some bad plays, right? I mean, there was a, I think there was a play in the first half that probably should have been picked on a throw towards Debo Samuel in the first drive or second drive. Pardon me where Carolina had a chance to make a play, did not. That was a Jimmy Ono throw. I know in the first drive of the second half, uh, Jimmy got bailed out a little bit on a fourth down where he had George Kittle open. He had Juwan Jennings open running up the seam. He instead tries to force it to the outside, and they get a call on Carolina's defensive back that extend the drive and then turns into a four-yard touchdown eventually to Debo. But the play before that, he was a little late getting it to him in the back of the end zone in which Debo couldn't make a play on it, but then you know, gets erased, of course, because all is well that ends in a touchdown. So there were some throws that I think Jimmy sure would would, would have wanted back. And 18 of 30 is nothing to write home about. But he made the plays, as you alluded to, on those three third downs that they needed him to make. And that is when the 49ers offense, I believe, is at their best. Maybe it's not always going to be perfect, but they are converting when they need to. And against a team like Carolina, that has no reason to believe they should be in a game. You can't give them any. Offensively, they didn't do that today. What I thought was interesting was Jimmy Garoppolo actually was more efficient and generally better throwing the ball when he wasn't targeting Debo Samuel. And I think, you know, we saw J.C. Horn, the young corner for Carolina, kind of match up with Debo for much of the game. And and J.C. Horn went out with an injury in that second half. We hope he's all right moving forward. But overall, Garoppolo, you can see the stats if you're watching on YouTube, 18 of 30, 253 yards, two touchdowns. When targeting Debo Samuel, Jimmy Garoppolo, two of nine passing for 20 yards and that one touchdown. When targeting everyone else, 16 of 21 for 233 yards and a touchdown. And of course, no turnovers when he was targeting anyone, no turnovers at all in the game. So interesting numbers there. You know, it kind of makes you feel like the, the Panthers were going to lock down or at least try to lock down Debo Samuel. And they were okay with Jimmy Garoppolo and other 49ers weapons beating them. 
And Jimmy Garoppolo took what the defense gave him, and you got to credit him for that. This was a good Jimmy game, as you mentioned. And if Jimmy Garoppolo plays at this level, Evan, for the rest of the year, you know, maybe some minor hiccups here or there, maybe a bit better in some, a bit worse in others. But if he plays on average at this level, Evan, the 49ers will have a chance to be the number one seed in the NFC. He played well enough to win. When you have a defense like this, you're going to win a lot of games when you get just this level quarterback play from your starter.